Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Um, today's episode, we're going to be continuing on what I talked about in the last couple podcasts about when you receive a vision from the Lord and really staying in faith about that and and really recognizing that there's an appointed time for everything and, and how to handle that and how to actually walk out what God has promised you. And so I, we want to talk today a little bit more about understanding that God is the one who does it. We can't do anything in the flesh, just like when Abraham received the promise from the Lord he tried to make it happen in the flesh with with Hagar, but really, ultimately, the promise of God always comes by the Spirit, and it always has to be something that the Lord does. And so there's a scripture in 1 Thessalonians 5.24, and it says, faithful is he that calls you who also will do it. And so that's why we titled this one, He Will Do It, because whenever God gives you a vision or a calling or, a, or He shows you His purpose for your life, you have to understand that it's not something that you can make happen in the flesh. It's something that God is going to do, and He is faithful to do it in your life if you will just let Him. And so, for this topic, I have brought on a special guest, Elise Hooper, who has much revelation in this area of when you receive a vision from the Lord and really just being steadfast in that. And so, she She's going to be sharing with me also. Elise, welcome. <laughs> Thanks for having me, Victoria. I'm so excited. I'm cracking up. Uh, you listeners out there, you know, Victoria hits the ground running. And as you're talking, I just, you didn't introduce yet, but I was like, mm, that's good. I wanted to say that's good so many different times, <laughs> but it's true. Um, hey, everyone, I'm super excited for this because this really is so near and dear to my heart. And as you're as you're talking, it was, it was just so sinking good. Um, cause I, I'm sitting here thinking of Romans four. I know we didn't talk, we planned beforehand, didn't talk about this here, but Romans, uh, four, 19 through 21 talks about, uh, Abraham, but he was fully convinced that God was going to yes. do what he said he would. That's so good. Like, oh my gosh, just sitting here listening to that. I'm just getting hyped up listening. <laughs> and it's so true. Um, what you were saying in the beginning, it's like, God will make it happen. We're, we are going to hit the ground running with this because we have been talking and we've been fired up. Every time Victoria and I hang out, it is full blown. <laughs> it's true. We, we just go at it and, and our conversations, like I said, hit the ground running. Um, but it's so stinking true. I think God is so kind that in the relationship we get to have with Jesus, we get these visions, we get these dreams. Like he's the one who created us. So he's the one who put the passions and desires in our heart. And He's the one who prompted it, who spoke it into existence. And now it's like, okay, what do I do with it? God, you've spoken this. And I feel like as humans, Victoria, tell me for the same way, but like we get frustrated almost oh, yeah. when, it's not, when we don't see it. Lord, what's happening? It's like, because, well, that's a catch. It's like his faithfulness and does not mean it's our timeline. Right. Like those are two totally different things. Right, exactly. And, and so I know from firsthand experience, and you've, you've listened to me rant many times about it, but it's like, God, why not now? Why not now? Why not now? Or where's it at? Where's it at? I think a lot of people out there will get like these dreams or these visions right. or, or these promptings and stirrings in our hearts, but we're like, okay, well, what do I do with it? I feel like so right. many people are like, okay, hey, it's here. It's now. Get ready. Or we, we feel like the Lord's telling us it's time to go and there's nothing in sight. So we're just, right. we almost get confused and frustrated and, and we have to have that retrospective. Okay, this is a trust game. This is not, this is where the faith is built for right. the stream. And there is such a healthy balance, I think, between um, fighting for the vision and knowing that God's the one who will make it happen. Like that scripture that you brought up in the beginning. Right. That's so good. And it's so easy to get 
discouraged when you are because I talked about in the previous ones if you listen to those about that there is an appointed time for what God has shown you or spoken to you and it can be discouraging when you look at it in the natural either Mm -hmm. the timing or even like you may feel like inadequate like Lord how can I do that just like I talked about with Mary when they said you're gonna give birth to a son and she's like I don't even have a husband how the (laughs) heck am I gonna do that you know but really and it's like you can look at yourself and be like I'm so unqualified I can't do it or like, this is crazy. This is going to be really hard. Yeah. But really, what did the angel tell Mary? The Holy Spirit is going to come upon you. Yeah. And really understanding that Christ is is enough and that he's going to be the one that empowers you to do it. And like me and Elise were just talking about this scripture in Philippians 4, um, where Paul said, this is so good. Paul said, I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me and I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses strength to me. And I am self-sufficient in Christ's mm-hmm. sufficiency that like we, you know, cause it can be like very intimidating. If the Lord gives you a huge dream, you can't do it in the flesh, but yeah. ultimately like the Lord will strengthen you. But really it's up to us to rely upon Christ and not yeah. to rely upon the flesh. Yeah. You know? That's so good. And it, and I think that context too really chimes in talking about contentment and last was it it was like last year no 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 it was two years ago that I was really learning what it means to be content because again it's that balance of okay God's given a vision but he's also given a current an assignment a current assignment right, right. so I could sit here and be so fixated on the dream that I right. I belittle my current assignment and and that's where like bitterness can step in, doubt can step in, and it's that whole spiel. But it's it's trusting, it's being patient, it's walking through and knowing that that he's gonna do it. If he spoke it, he'll do it. And right. it, 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 again, that's where faith is built. And this is the one, guys. I'm telling you what's so funny. I, I need this is what I wrote down earlier. But Victoria hang out, and little did she know that for those of you who haven't, again, my name's Lisa. But if you don't know me, <laughs> that. The book of Habakkuk is hands down, probably it's Isaiah, Psalms, Habakkuk, and Hebrews are my favorite, favorite books in the Bible. But Habakkuk is not only relevant, like, my whole life, really. It really is just such a, one of my favorites. But specifically with the dream that I feel like I've been given from the Lord of, of what I'm going to do in the future and, and missions and all this different stuff, specific scriptures that he's given is Isaiah 43, 19 and Habakkuk 2, 3. And we're hanging out. I don't even think I'd tell you that that's specifically <laughs> what the Lord had spoken. Like, those are the two scriptures. And I love Victoria's podcast, so I listen all the time, but I had yet to actually even see or listen to the one that she just posted. And I look at it and it says Habakkuk 2.3. And I'm like, oh my goodness, <laughs> this is it. Lord, thank you for this. But yeah. it's like, and it's little moments like that. And, and if this is any encouragement to anyone, but it's little moments like that, that the Lord meets us in the little things to kind of build up faith. I think a lot of us ask for God, I'm, I'm struggling with endurance. I'm struggling with patience. Right. Like I need, I need fresh wind. I need fresh faith. He gives us fresh faith. He is, he is so faithful. As we ask, we shall receive, seek and we'll find he'll do that. It, but it prompts the asking you've got to ask for, and he'll show up. And it's not, right. I think we hit a certain point and you, you tell me your thoughts on this too, but I, I think we hit a certain point in our walk. It's, we don't need we're, we mature, and as we mature, we're almost not too mature, but we, we've stepped in that, that spot of we don't need signs and wonders because, I mean, our faith isn't based on what we can see. Right. It's, faith is not based on our sight, but it's, it's, it's faith. It's us believing in what we can't see. So right. it's knowing, okay, God, I need a fresh wind. He meets us in those little moments of saying, hey, son, daughter, I see you. I haven't forgotten you. 
I have not abandoned what I've put in your right. heart. Trust me on that. It's like, we don't need those bit. I don't need in the stars to be written. You will go Amen. to such and such place, but I just need in the little things that mean the world to me. Cause God had made me. So he so knows good. my heart. He's going to speak there. And and so when we were talking back backtracking, when we were talking and before she'd post or when she had posted Habakkuk 2 3, that that podcast, she brings up oh, mighty woman of God, brings up <laughs> Hebrews 10, 35 through 36. And I think it's so good, but but it says, So do not throw away, and this is in the NLT version. So do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now so that you will continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he had promised. And we're going to talk about receive mm. like later. Mm. Like, ah, uh. mm. but so good. No, that is so good. And it's true. Like you said, like most of the time in the natural, it's not going to look the way you think it will. And that's yeah. exactly the whole story of Abraham. It says against mm -hmm. all hope, he hoped in faith. Yeah. So in the natural, there was no reason for him to expect this promise to come to pass that he was going to have a son because he was a hundred years old. Yeah. There was no reason in the natural for him to keep on hoping, but he kept on hoping in faith. And the mm -hmm. Bible says that he was empowered by his faith that mm -hmm. he didn't, he didn't just look at the natural and be like, Oh, you know, whatever. And that's exactly that scripture, at least read in Hebrews. There is, there is something that goes along with faith and it's called patience and endurance. Yeah. And those are two key ingredients. If you're going to walk by faith, fight the good fight of faith yeah. to actually see what God has promised you come to pass. You, you cannot think it's like, Oh, throw it in the microwave. It's going to pop out in 20 seconds. Yeah. There is a patient endurance that, that comes, especially the, the farther along you get in your walk with yeah. God. It, it even says we walk through trials. We walk through hard mm -hmm. things and it's, it's why it's to develop character and endurance and patience in us. Yeah. And really that's, what's needed to see the promise. When you sow a seed, I was telling someone this last night. When you sow a seed, it doesn't grow a whole tree overnight. No. This, the word of God is like a seed. Yeah. So like there is a process. The Bible says in Mark 4, first comes the blade, then comes the ear, then comes the full corner on the ear. Yeah. So there is a process and you have to be patient and endure and yeah. not, like, is that the one you read? The not flinging away your confidence. Yeah. Like being confident that like what God has shown me, he will do it. I can't do it. I can't make it happen, but I can be patient and like see his hand. It just, it's just so crazy because the, I love that you brought up the process and I yeah. think just in general, as humans, young adults, who, wherever period as humans, we do not like the process at it's all. True. I don't know. Human nature. Who, I don't know anyone who enjoys the process in the moment because it's hard. Right. Like I don't process was, were never meant to be easy. Talking about new wine, right. the, the crushing it's the, the grapes go mm. into a vat and mm. they're crushed. Mm -hmm. No one, I think off the top of their head, like, oh, I can't wake up one morning. I want to be crushed. No one says that. But we know at the end of the day, we know the fruit that comes from the crushing. And it is when we're, and we're, we're kind of bunch or was, what's the word? Like going all over the, with the topics, but it's like, there's such power in the process because it's in the process where you're broken. And right. there is beauty in that there. Like, that's where you meet Jesus is in the process. Right. Like he, he came for that mess. And I think because I, I've never encountered processes that have been easy, whether or not it's, it's something difficult or you're just getting frustrated with your own timeline. It, right. It's difficult. But, um, one of my favorites, uh, Psalm 65 11 says that even you crown the year with a bountiful harvest, mm. even the hard pathways overflow with abundance. I love that. I, mm. It's so good. I it is that. so good, but it, it goes to show you that those hard places, that's where the abundance is at. 
because it's the very last place you would right. think. And that's the very, very first place Jesus is going to meet you at. Right. Like he, right. he came for those hard spots. And really that's like where we experience true humility. So yeah. We were talking about that too, before uh, we recorded the podcast is really the whole like idea of like being broken is really the Lord has to, I mean, if you're prideful, the pride has to be broken before yeah. you can learn to receive anything that the Lord wants to do in your life. He needs you to get your hands off of it. And mm -hmm. I talked, I think I talked about it in the last one about letting the dream die or yeah. letting the vision die because mm -hmm. so many people get so consumed and they try to do it in the flesh, which is really it's pride. Absolutely. Pride wants to make it happen now. Pride's going to do it in the flesh. Pride's going to make a six-step plan to make it happen. Not that you can't plan, but you get what I'm saying. It's like you're outside. You're, you're getting ahead of what God is doing. Yeah. And, and it's so easy to fall into that because as humans, we are naturally like yeah. prideful. We want to like carry our own load. Mm -hmm. We want to make it happen just like Abraham tried to do with Hagar and Ishmael and, and all that kind of things. But it says like in Galatians four, we're not children of the slave woman, like Hagar, like yeah. Ishmael, we're children of the promise. Mm -hmm. Meaning that when you're born again, you're grafted into Christ. You're spiritual heritage is to be a, a, a child of promise. Yeah. What does that mean? That you're not going to live in the flesh striving to make something happen. Mm -hmm. That you're a child of promise. That what God has promised, all you do is receive it by faith. Mm -hmm. And you watch him do it and he gets all the glory. Yeah. And that's really... It's, it's not easy. No, Breaking the not. pride's not easy. It's <laughs> not at all because it, it's embedded in our nature. We have to fight every right. bit of who we are. But uh, we talked about this. At the end of us is the very place where we see the beginning of Jesus. Right. And exactly. that's exactly where we're supposed That's where we were meant to be all along. And that has to break off. If you want to see the dream brought to life, let it die. Because at the end of the day, and I, I've learned this, and it has probably been the sweetest thing that I've learned. But at the end of the day, if I let it die, then that's where I see the most fruit because it's not a dream unless Jesus is on it. Right. It, it, exactly. It's nothing. If Jesus is not in it, it is a waste of time. Amen. And I, I say that as very intensely because like Christ is enough. Christ is enough. If he's the one who found it so fitting to put that on your heart, to create you the way he right. did to prompt your heart, then he will be so fitting to bring it to pass when it's right. That means it could be protection for you until it comes to pass. That mean, right. it means it could be character development. Like in uh, Psalms 105 talks about how until it was time to bring Joseph's dreams to mm. pass, it literally says, God tested the character of Joseph. That's good. That's tested. a good one. It, oh my gosh. So good. And it's a great summary of the whole story. Yeah. It's so it's so true. Right. Like, God, I am not God. I do not pretend to be him. And so his ways are higher than my own. We know that. So how he sees fitting and the timeliness of it, of when the appointed time is, I have no idea the reason necessarily. Maybe I, I get to the, the moment where the dream's brought into fruition and... I'm, some of the stuff is revealed as to why the time frame, some of it's not, but it's because like Jesus found it so fitting. It's his reasons. And I'm going to trust him on that. Right. This whole walk is based on trust. What do I have if I don't have trust? Right. Exactly. And that's really the polar opposite of pride. And that's yeah. why wait, I feel like waiting for the vision to come to pass. Obviously we always say like you fight the good fight of faith. Yeah. Part of that fight is fighting to stay in humility on yourself and, and really to fighting to trust the Lord, yeah. trust the Lord and not try to get over onto the flesh because mm -hmm. we were talking about this too, like first Peter five, we'll read some scriptures from that chapter, but like so it talks about humbling yourself yeah. under the mighty hand of God. And of course people have, 
There's a big whole thing, people, with all the false humility garbage where people think they have their own ideas of what is humility. Like, oh, I'm just nothing. I'm a worm in the dust. What he's actually talking about is not that you're not. I mean, obviously, you're a new creature in Christ. You're anointed. Yeah. You're called by God. So you're not nothing. Yeah. But hu- true humility is is like it says, First uh, Peter 5, 6, is humble yourselves under the mighty hand of God. How? And then verse 7, it says, by casting all of your cares mm. and concerns on the Lord because he cares about you yeah. watchfully. And then it says, be cautious because the devil's roaming around, but resist him and be firm in your faith. So really, what is he saying? How do you humble yourself? You humble yourself by entrusting it into God's hands. I'm not going to worry about when this is going to happen, how it's going to happen. How am I going to do it? Am I good enough? Am I qualified? I'm casting all of my concern on the Lord Mm -hmm. because he cares for me. That's true humility. Mm -hmm. That's walking in humility and resisting the enemy and trusting and and standing in your faith not quitting yeah not throwing in the towel you know and stand standing your ground and so i love that that's like that is that's true humility and that's really what teaches you how to receive oh you know oh my gosh that's another (laughs) another big one with receive well i think of it like this too and i heard it this was a friend of a friend of a friend telling me from another person so this is Uh like Three people passed down, basically, of, of the, what they said. Um, so it's not going to come out sounding really good. But one thing they had said, one of our pastors had said, was, you know what? God in his goodness is so kind that as we go out and we try and make things happen, he loves us and he cares for us and that his grace is real, that there will be blessing because he's good and he's God. We could go that route. But how much better, how much sweeter is it for us to go at the prompting and at the voice of the Holy Spirit and us right. go because he's, he's there from the very beginning. I'm not it's trying good. to trek through my own pride and have to scoop up all that junk, but from the beginning, the Holy Spirit was there. He prompted it, he spoke it, he directed it, so we're going in it. Like, right, exactly. I feel not only is it necessarily t- a little bit easier, but the growth that you see in your relationship with the Lord is that much sweeter. And it goes back on the basis of trust. You trusted the father to do it when he said he would. You trusted him that, okay, right. if he spoke it, he'll make it happen. And then vice versa, you're like, okay, God, you are you spoke this, but you have me here. This I think of it like this too. And it is, okay, my feet, God's so fitting, put it on my heart that if he put it on my heart to go to step two, then him and his goodness has left me at step one, step one has to be good because God is good. And if it's here, if he is here, then this has to be good. And my eyes have to be open because who am I to try and go to step two if I can't even see what's right in front of me? And I think um, Psalm 63, 8 says, Lord, I cling to you. Your right hand upholds me. And for any of you who who don't know me, I, I love that word cling because part of my story is I spent so long clinging to the junk of this world, the just, just, other things, worldly things, whatever. I clung to to that, and now I have the opportunity to cling to Jesus. But, but sometimes I feel like I'll get so good at clinging to the past and what lies, what had lied behind me, that I can't receive what lies in front of me. Mm. And 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 good. going with receiving. <laughs> Because if I'm trying to make the vision happen on my own, if I'm trying to fight for it and I'm like, okay, God said this and I've got to go with this and I've got my fists all clenched up and I'm holding on and I'm trying my hardest. If I'm doing that, my hands aren't open. The dream is not as a sacrifice before Jesus. Then I can't, I physically, my hands aren't open to receive the dream or receive the character development Mm. or receive the gifting that the Lord is trying to give me in this process to get to that spot of the dream because my hands are so closed. Right. Yeah, no, I love that. And what's so awesome about learning how to receive from the Lord is really receiving 
the the grace that he has for you to be able to walk in all that all yeah. that he's done for you because and you know if you've listened to my podcast I talk about grace all the time and that's a huge thing with the Lord is really learning how to receive from him because that's when he's most glorified is mm-hmm. that when we're receiving from him yeah. rather than trying to make something happen in our own pride and in our own flesh and so you know we just wanted to encourage you guys with that today if you, there's something that you feel like you're, you're in a process. You have a vision from the Lord. We just want to encourage you to keep on pressing, to yeah. fight the good fight of faith, to not give up on what the Lord has shown you, what he's mm-hmm. spoken to you, and really just learn to rest in the faithfulness of God, that he yeah. who called you is faithful and he will do it. He will accomplish it. As you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, it says that in due time, at the appointed time, yeah. he will exalt you in Jesus' mighty name. This is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.